This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to Raiders of the Lost podcast, one of the fastest growing movie podcasts in the world where we discuss all things film. In this episode, we discuss the latest movie news from May 9th to 15th. Hello, movie friends. Welcome back to the show. Anthony here. And James here. This is movie news. What, 49? 49. Holy guacamole. We've, only been, we've almost been doing movie news for a year now. I have to read the news. <laughs> All right. Box office this weekend. Lots of news. Doctor Strange obviously decimated everybody. It Again. pulled in 690 total global box office. This weekend alone, it just pulled 62 million. And what was it, 430 last weekend when it opened up? So that's absurd. Yeah, and it got just 17 on Friday alone, and that's just a, that's a great weekend for our first just week of 17. release. <laughs> for a second weekend, that's insane. Insane. It's going to get a billion dollars within two weeks easily, so this, it's a yeah. big hit. This weekend, bad guys is pull, The Bad Guys is pulling in 6.6 million. That movie has legs. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. over 100 million, I think. Yeah. It had a great opening weekend last week. And then Sonic 2 just pulled in 4.4 million this week. Don't sleep on that movie. I liked it a lot. Sonic 2, it's at 170 domestic, so it's a big hit. And then Firestarter obviously pulled in under 5 million, 3.6 million. I don't know anyone that was going to go see that movie. Yeah. And then Everything Everywhere All at Once is still pulling in some money. It yeah. pulled, pulled in 3 million this weekend. It's almost at 50 mil. Yeah, so it's, that be, mi- it's becoming a real success. So that might be a successful, profitable film for A24. It's almost their most successful of all time. That's pretty well. Yeah, it's the, almost what, Green Knight's behind that. No. Or, well, yeah, not, Green Knight is way below that. There's something else. Hereditary is right below that. Um, there's something else that it's that got fifty three million dollars. I can't remember what I read. My bad. My research. My research wasn't good enough this week. It is hereditary. Had eighty million. Okay, hereditary. And then right. Moonlight was sixty five. The Witch was forty. Ex Machina thirty six. So those. Okay. Were, and then Midsummer was forty seven. Yeah. Lady Bird is seventy nine million. So those are some pretty successful films. Excellent. So the big trailer of the week everyone's talking about is Avatar: The Way of Water. Finally hit the internet. Those of you who saw it with Doctor Strange, you saw it in theaters. James and I saw it. I saw it first on online. Have you I, seen it? I haven't seen. I haven't watched it yet. I'm purposely waiting to see it in IMAX. Oh, I like theaters. Your style. I like your style. Well, I don't want to watch it online because I want to. I don't want to. I want to experience it for the first time in theaters. Well, when it did drop, it got 148.6 million views in its first 24 hours. It's one of the most watched trailers of all time. I think only Spider Man No Way Home is above it. But to put that into perspective, it got over 30 million more views in its first day than any of the Star Wars sequels did. That's insane. So, and it, I've seen stills, and it looks absolutely incredible. Oh, man. Just wait till you see the real thing. And 20 million of those views came from China alone. So Avatar, just like when the first one came out, is going to perform very well in China. It made a boatload of money out there eight, 10 years ago, 12 years ago. Cannot wait to see it. And like we talked about in a previous episode, and I brought it up before, the last the difference between Avatar and Avatar two, the first one looked realistic. This one looks real, real, real. They look real. like real beings, real creatures. It's insane. It's wild. Absolutely insane. Just zoom in on the stills; it'll blow your goddamn mind. <laughs> now, next up, Doctor Strange 
in the Multiverse of Madness news, just a little fun little thing. Apparently, Daniel Craig was supposed to be a member of the Illuminati. So obviously, if you haven't seen Multiverse of Madness, I'll spoil one thing like that. So he was replaced, obviously, by spoilers. Spoilers. John Krasinski as Reed Richards, but Daniel Craig was supposed to play... I don't know if he was supposed to play Mr. Fantastic yeah, he was. or some other no, character. No, he was supposed to play Mr. Fantastic. That would have been pretty cool. And uh, he backed out because it was during the COVID pandemic and he didn't want to risk bringing it back to his family. So then he bowed out of the cameo. I'm not sure if he would have signed on for being playing Reed Richards, but uh, because he is pretty old to start a character for the MCU. But I think it was just more of like a fun cameo to do. Although it's also rumored that he was going to play Balder the Brave. Baldur the half brother of Thor in the comics. So I, I think like the either, name Balder. Either one of those, uh, which would have been pretty cool. We understand why you didn't do it though. There have been a ton of recent reactions to Top Gun Maverick, as well as official critic reviews out right now. At this moment, the movie has a 96% Rotten Tomatoes score with over 80 reviews, which means it is getting universal acclaim from critics and audiences who have seen it early. People are saying it's way better than, than the original, and it's, it delivers everything fans want and then some. And so I could tell from the trailer and just trusting Tom Cruise, the guy has the Midas touch right now. Everything he touches is just like... He might never make a bad movie again. Yeah, he just makes great, awesome movies. And I'm even more excited to see this movie now. It's after hearing it, these, one bad review? One bad review. And it's really just kind of like... A, it wasn't really about the movie. It wasn't I read about it. the movie yeah. at all. I read some of it. It's just they didn't like, I don't know, some stuff. But that's amazing. Can't wait to see it. Obviously, it's going to blow the first one out of the water. We're seeing it soon. Uh, Dune Part 2, big casting news. Obviously, we know Florence Pugh and Austin Butler were cast as... Princess Avalon, uh, and then also Austin Butler will be playing Fadrotha. And then Christopher Walken will be playing Emperor Shaddam IV. So this is going to be an awesome casting. I was surprised, Me too, but yeah. also intrigued. And I think that some people might forget how great of a dramatic actor Christopher Walken is. If you've never seen The Deer Hunter, watch that. He won an Oscar for it. Mm-hmm. And he's he's such a talented actor. And I think maybe the millennium... Catch Me If You Can, he's amazing. Yeah, he's great. He's, he's amazing in Catch Me If You Can. for an Oscar yeah, in that. Amazing. So I think it's a great casting. And I'm, I was surprised, but also... I'm pleasantly pleased by it too. now but now that christopher walken has been cast we need a dancing scene we need a dance, a <laughs> he dances dance. in every movie he's in does he dance there's every, a dude well, he there's, doesn't dance in pulp fiction okay maybe not that movie but there's a montage on youtube people have put together of him dancing in like every single movie he's in it's, so it's unbelievable like, it's like brad pitt eating food. yeah exactly and when you watch it you're like oh my god he did dance in that he did dance in that he did dance in that it's wild you're gonna check it out it's amazing it's awesome next up Francis Ford Coppola is making a $100 million passion project that he is self-funding. It's been in development for a couple of decades, and he finally has a cast. Adam Driver, Lawrence Fishburne, Forrest Whitaker, Natalie Emmanuel, who's from, uh, oh, what's the show? I can't remember what it's called. And then a bunch of others are going to be starring in- Oh, she's from Game of Thrones. Yes, that's it. Yeah. Megalopolis. And this is called, here's the synopsis for this. It's, it's blowing my mind. The fate of Rome haunts a modern world unable to solve its own social problems in this epic story of political ambition, genius, and conflicting interests. A struggle to create a utopia after an accident leaves a New York-like city in need of a rebuild. So is this ancient Rome? I'm not sure. I'm really not sure. I I hope it's it's ancient Rome. It says modern world. 
But it, well, it, could it could be modern Rome. But it could be modern ancient Rome at the time. Yeah, because there was such a modern That's city. That's what's so cool about it. Like, I don't even know what it is. It's, it, it sounds fascinating. That's really interesting. And he's been trying to make it for a long time, and he just completely self-funded it with $100 million. So Dude, he's putting, that, so he's putting that wine money to use. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's so cool. All right, uh, Scream 6 is going... Is a go, and the whole cast is coming back. I believe was it Hayden Pentier's coming back. She's coming as back well. as well, yeah. And then yeah, so that's gonna happen. And in the whole cast from the last one as well. And Courtney Cox says it's the best script yet. The so. first one's the best script. <laughs> yeah, come on, you can't beat the first one. <laughs> How could you say that? <laughs> They're just, they're just, it's just actors marketing. Yeah, it's just marketing. I get it. I would do the same thing. I'd be like, yeah. oh, yeah, Scream 36 is the best one yet. You are going to be blown away. You have to go. You'll never know. You'll never guess who the killer is. <laughs> it's the cat this There time. is no killer. <laughs> Hello, Sydney. <laughs> Next up, some more Top Gun Maverick news. The, the studio has created a social marketing campaign on Instagram by creating a Top Gun Flight School Instagram account. And on this account, you can take a series of questions that – get you different badges in as part of the Top Gun Flight School in reality. So you can earn your Top Gun badges by getting these questions right. And they're, they're questions that expert pilots would know. Oh, that's so cool. I want to yeah. get like a Top Gun hat too. Oh, yeah. Uh, next bit of news. Ghosted, a new film coming out, I believe, next year on Apple TV+. Plus. Just wrapped filming. This is starring Anna de Armas, uh, Chris Evans, Adrian Brody, Amy Sedaris, Take Devon. It's a really great cast. Really curious to see what it's going to be like. It's supposed to be a romantic action adventure film. I wonder if it'll be a, like a comedy one or, or a serious one. So we'll see. I mean, the cast is stacked, and we love Anna and Chris Evans. So let's let's this go. This is going to be, I think, the third movie together. Chris Evans is all yeah, over third the streaming movie. now because he's got Netflix with The Gray Man coming out, then Apple TV Plus coming out with this. Anna the Armist is also in The Gray Man. Oh, yeah. You're, oh, you're right. Yeah. Oh, I and and I was out. So crazy. they've already made three movies together in that's, a few years. That's pretty wild. Next up, there's a new cool psychological horror thriller trailer called Resurrection starring Rebecca Hall and Tim Roth, two excellent actors. It looks very intriguing and it's going to be coming out this summer. So keep an eye out for Resurrection. Dan Stevens, the star of the underrated indie horror film, which I think is a classic now. The guest is joining and cast in Godzilla vs. Kong 2, he's reuniting with director Adam Wingard. Did he make the guest? Adam he Wingard? Did. Yeah, so that's so cool. I can't wait to see this new take on it because I think I don't think Adam Wingard did the first one, right? Did he, he did the last Godzilla oh, vs. Kong. Guess. Okay, yeah. never mind. So I'm not don't know what I'm talking about. So So he's been with the franchise for a couple of years now. But I like Dan Stevens a lot, so that's a cool yeah. cast. He's actually the only one cast so far. He's super underrated. Yeah. The last one was like the last Godzilla vs. It was. Kong. It was like uh, when they were in an underground world with an atmosphere and a sun. It was like, what is going I on? I just don't get how she taught Kong sign language without and nobody anyone, no, nobody noticed. Nobody noticed. He's in like a controlled habitat. Yeah. Like no one saw with cameras all over. No it. one saw it happening. Unreal, man. I don't know. CGI. The animation yeah. was incredible, though. Oh yeah, great the CGI. Were yeah, shocking. Yeah. All right, anyways. <laughs> anyways, this is Spinal Tap, the famous mockumentary, which came out in the 70s, is getting a sequel. Now, it's not going to be like a reboot. It's actually going to have Rob Reiner behind the helm, as well as Christopher Guest and many more to return. So it's not just going to be a reboot of the same property. It's going to be in addition to that. So it'll be fun to see. The first one is a really funny classic. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend you check it out. All right, ladies. A Simple Favor, which starred Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively, is getting a sequel at Amazon Studios. Paul Feig is returning to direct. If you saw the first one, it's a pretty solid movie, really funny, uh, great twist. So I, I actually checked it out in theaters. It was pretty 
pretty great film. Okay, next up, The Omen is getting a prequel, The Omen Origins. Origins. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually called The First Omen is the name. Like, roll, eye roll, please. And then before that, it's going to be the the, the one before, before the first one. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> The Christ. real original Omen. Oh my God. I mean, this this has already been a rebooted franchise. It already has a sequel. To the, the original has a sequel. And so now they're just going with a prequel. I mean, do we really need another Omen movie? I don't see why, because the original is really terrific, but whatever. Whatever. Vanessa Hudgens is going to produce and star in a trucker movie called Big Rig. She stars as a young mother who takes a job driving 18-wheelers. Oh, this is Vanessa Hudgens. I'm going to need you to pull over. Big six over there on the right. <laughs> I hope she has a song. Over and out. Over and out. Over and out. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, The Wizard of Oz is returning to theaters this summer to celebrate Judy Garland's 100th birthday. So if you want to see the Hollywood classic on the big screen this summer is your chance to see it in major theaters. That's really cool. Yeah. Let's see, what else we have? Hustle, the new trailer, which is a Netflix original film starring Adam Sandler. Uh, it comes out on June 8th. That just dropped, and he plays a NBA scout, and he's trying to like figure out what he's doing in his, with his life in this in And this recruit league. a new young and player. And recruit a new yeah. young player to try to like get his career finally going because he's been doing it for like 30 years. It's actually a pretty cool-looking trailer, and... We've been seeing a bunch of like set photos or photos of Adam Sandler like hooping with people and like and, like like actual players and stuff around the world. Yeah, the real player is going to be acting in it, and the the recruit is an actual player in the NBA. So it looks pretty good. Yeah. It looks pretty. I like Adam doing dramatic stuff, obviously, and so this is an, another new one for him. Oh yeah, Dwayne Johnson released some behind the scenes images of him filming Black Adam for the new um, reshoots today. And he looks absolutely massive. It's like the first full-length, full-body photo we've seen of him just in costume. And the guy looks like he's like 350 pounds of muscle. Real, real, real-life real god right there. Dirty Dancing sequel sets Jonathan Levine as director. Lionsgate is planning on the release in 2024. So that's news as getting the director. I don't know how they're going to do it without Swayze, but... I don't know how they're going to do it. Is it like Swayze's son is the new I'm not sure. lead? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she'll just be the, the lead in... I guess. Yeah. Did it really need a sequel? It needs an origin story. That's what it needs. <laughs> Dirty, Dirty Dancing, Dancing. Origins. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, new Elvis clip has been released. It's the first clip from the film, which showcases Austin Butler as the king of rock and roll. And he is destroying the role in the scene. He looks like he's a perfect casting as Elvis. And the visual flair and energy is there for Baz Luhrmann. Like always, we're looking forward to seeing Elvis this summer. There's some new concept art that was released revealing the penguin from the Batman, how he almost wore a mustard yellow suit. There's actually a bunch of different designs and concept arts they had for each character. And I actually I have the art of the Batman, the book, which is so cool. You should check it out. And they show all the concept arts in it. And he actually had a lot of designs where he didn't have any of prosthetics, prosthetics yeah. or the uh, like the the large like fat, fat suit or anything like that. There was even designs where he looked like Scarface, kind of like just like a cool white suit with like a red popped collar shirt and just like long hair, just like looking like a boss. Like all sorts of different designs. But I'm, I'm glad they went with the one they went with. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure that. Especially that one you just mentioned would have fit the tone of the movie. For the character of Penguin. It would have felt out of place. It wouldn't have felt like Penguin. No, not at all. And our final bit of news is pretty funny. So we all know that Zack Snyder's Justice League, the moment when the Flash saves the world, won the audience award at the Oscars this past year. It's been revealed that um, coordinated bots on Twitter 
are supposedly, supposedly the reason supposedly. why why the fan polls were dominated by uh, the Justice League. But I mean, I think if it's a silly category to have in the first place, and plus the nominations were like this is the greatest in the history of film. Like it's all just like modern recent movies. There's so many issues with this because first of all, it's just like it's not fully reported on in like in, in investigated. Second of all. The majority, like, there are so many bots on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You, you tell me no bots voted for anybody else. Yeah. No bots, no bot accounts at all. So it's pretty silly. Like, if Zack, if Zack Snyder didn't win this award or, like, if one of his movies didn't win this award, I don't think this would be even a, an, an article. Issue. Yeah. But, like, there are so many bots and fake accounts on Twitter. It's just absurd to, like, single out one aspect of it or one thing that wins because you could say that for anyone that wins anything or anyone that got votes. There are definitely bots all over the goddamn place on social media. That's why it's silly when people think like real people, like it's not real people all the time on Twitter that interact. That's scary. Isn't There's it? a lot of bots out there, dude. And they just like stir up angry for sure discussions. For and sure, just, they stir up conflict. Bro, you'd be shocked. There's hundreds of thousands, probably millions of bots on Twitter. My God, and people are interacting with them, thinking they're real. And they think they're real people. Yeah, that's one of the issues with Twitter is because it's such a cesspool of negativity, and like bots fuel that. And they, uh-huh. because that's they, all they care about is engagement. Yeah, and that's how you get engagement. You get people riled up, and that's mm-hmm. why Twitter is just like such such like a negative space. Uh-huh. I'm only on there to post like I'll post once a day for the podcast. That's it. Aside from that, I try to stay off Twitter. Man, that's so terrifying. Negative. I didn't know that. Dude, there's so many fake. That, I mean, that, every every social media platform has tons of fake accounts. Facebook. Yeah, yeah. yeah but with Instagram, like, if you, you can just go through a profile and you can tell if it's you fake or not. You can tell real quick. But with Twitter, but with just still, a tweet, you can't really tell. But comment sections, even bots yeah. on Instagram, people don't, like, click on the profile every yeah. time. And sometimes they're pretty decent fake profiles. They'll have, like, not, you, you can tell it's a bot on Instagram. There's, like, nine posts. And, and they're, they're all on the same day. All the same day. <laughs> <laughs> no comments. And it's some hot girl who's like, hey, DM, hey, do you want to hang out? Something it's like, like that. yeah, you're not a real person. <laughs> <laughs> but Twitter, it's a little harder to tell because there's so many real people on accounts that look like bots and then uh-huh. bots that look like real accounts. It's, it's crazy. So wow. That's why I don't really interact with people on twitter except for people like who follow us follow us and are fans of us that nah, man that's scary it doesn't tell on there anyways that's not what this episode's about that's movie news number 49 we'll save that for the next movie yeah. week chat maybe yeah, maybe we'll Weekly do some chat. research on how many bots there actually are on uh-huh. twitter because you'd probably be shocked anyways take care everybody hope you have a great weekend uh some episodes this week tomorrow on monday we have finding nemo oh yeah we're going back to pixar it's been a minute since we've done an animated film or pixar in general and then we're doing back to the future on thursday let's go just the first one not the whole trilogy yeah the first one it's iconic and it's gonna be a lot of fun we can't wait to talk about it otherwise have a great week y'all take care raiders of the lost podcast is a mirror image production sound mixing done by jacob kosler opening music by chase jackson